Gentani, and welcome to another Godfather Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather Minute Brothers. Today we're talking about Minute 156 of the Godfather. Alessandro, repita el minuto. Si, minuto. Numero. Numero. Cento. Cento. Cinquanta se. Cinquanta se. You got it. Minuto numero cinquanta se. Cento cinquanta se. Cento cinquanta se. Dude, you just took us back to 56. Oh, dude. Hey, before I forget, you know, last weekend was the... was the 50th anniversary of the first Casey Kasem's Top 40 Countdown. Was it really? It was. Wow. Yeah, I heard a little bit of it on the radio. Oh, nice. So I always appreciate your Casey Kasem. <laughs> I know that's not how you brought in this episode. But. No, but I can, I can, I'll throw some in there. You want to take, you want to take us back to minute 56? <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number 156. It's. Uh, so uh, minute 156, uh, we are still at the funeral of Don Corleone, the elder, mm. when Tessio approaches Mikey. Mm. The capo regime reveals that he talked to Barzini <laughs> and they agree to meet on Tessio's territory. <laughs> Tom is curious how they will come at his ex-boss. Mm. And Tessio did comment, I can arrange security. Yeah. With, with, with Tessio, it's all about arrangements. <laughs> All of that arrangements. <laughs> Did um, what's his first name again? Sally. Salvatore. Sa- Sally arrangements. Tessio. <laughs> you know why they call him Sally? Because he makes Sally arrangements. <laughs> um. Do uh. So does he use the exact phrase that he says? I'll I'll arrange for your security. Or does yeah, he- yeah, yeah. I, I typed it out because I wanted to. Uh, uh, Almost as a disinfect. I'm in pandemic mode here. Dissect his dialogue. There's some really funny things. <laughs> you want to break it down? Let, let's break it down. Let's break it down. And Tessio goes up to Mike, mm-hmm. and then they go off to the side, and Tessio says, I can arrange security. Or, or I'm sorry, let me start again. He yeah, says, first Bar- he says, he he says Barzini Bar- wants to arrange a meeting. Mm-hmm. Bar- Barzini? <laughs> Barzini wants to arrange a meeting? He's asking himself. <laughs> I thought Mikey was going to say, you talk to Barzini? Well, well you talk to Barzini about my future. Well, it's so funny. Mikey completely set up Tessio for that zinger. And Tessio did not, that fish did not take the bait. <laughs> Tessio says, Barzini wants to arrange a meeting. Mike says, you talk to him? And then, bam, Tessio just says, yeah. Oh. <laughs> he totally could have dropped the low green classic. <laughs> Maybe he didn't want to tip off his his real plan, his mm, motive yeah. by by recalling Mo yeah. Green's line. <laughs> that might have tipped Mikey off. <laughs> He's like, "You talked to him?" He's like, "No, no, I never met him." <laughs> you 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 talked to him? Um, I I conversed with Barsini. <laughs> he just changes it just enough. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta mix it up. Well also he's gotta pay Mo Green a royalty if he uses his line. Mm. Plus he was smarter than that. He was always the smart one. <laughs> Not like everyone says. 
So Tetsuo says, Barzini wants to arrange a meeting. You talk to him? Yeah. And then Tetsuo says, I can arrange security Mm -hmm. on my territory. (laughs) And I swear he says it like that. He does say it it like that, yeah. And it completely sounded like Alfredo. I could have something there for me. Do you think was he... Alex was on my territory? <laughs> so was he? There's two th- two ways I can think of approaching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is that Tessio is is unconsciously revealing his hand, like it's my territory, like he's oh. like revealing that he's gonna make he's making a claim for mm. it, or. Like he, he's just contrasting it with the last time where they had to do that whole thing where they were in the car, you know, going over the bridge and the gun taped to the thing. Like this time, he's like, yeah. "It's on my territory. Oh, we can yeah. have the gun waiting for you at the table. Yeah. We'll have you know. go- well, Barney will have guns taped everywhere, <laughs> under the table, in the bathroom, <laughs> under the toilet, even hanging on the chain with the old fashioned toilet. <laughs> Mikey, you got nothing to worry. It's about. perfect." <laughs> <laughs> they have 15 tape men uh, work work in the, the restaurant in Brooklyn. I don't want him coming out of the 15 dicks in his hand. <laughs> oh, take it easy, Sarney. <laughs> I think when Tessio says, I can arrange security, that's when some producer watching this for the first time said, security, you know what? Tessio's, Tessio and security, he, maybe, maybe he could play a role as a cop down the road? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to work on that. <laughs> or maybe that was young Hal Linden in the audience. Young mm. <laughs> <laughs> who, who went on to pitch Barney Miller. Hal, can you pitch Barney a drink <laughs> show? <laughs> yeah. Or instead of, can you, yeah. <laughs> Hal, Hal, can you get the producers to pick up the show? Or don't forget to pick up the show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so is there any more about uh, Sally's dialogue there you wanted to break down? Uh, no, just I wanted to point out that he really says it like Fredo. I can mm. arrange security on my territory. <laughs> <laughs> There's something in it for me on my territory. So here's a question. How long... Um, okay, so two questions. Did Barzini approach Tessio? Or did mm. Tessio approach Barzini? And second question is, when did they first make contact? Mm, Has -hmm. this, in fact, been in the works for a while? And they were like, okay, Bozzini, as soon as the Don is dead, that's when we'll make our move. After all, we're not monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was just going to reference that meeting. I think it was decided around the time of that meeting when they were bringing Mikey back. Because if you if you recall in the deleted scene when Barzini's speaking to the group of dons, he says, "After all, I'm not making a deal with Tessio on the side." Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I thought that was a weirdly <laughs> specific uh, specific joke. Sorry, that was a really long setup. <laughs> I need um, my assurances. <laughs> Tessio will fulfill his duties. I need assurance terms. <laughs> yeah. I need, oh, maybe the, maybe Tessio and Tatali are the same man. <laughs> I need assurances that security will be arranged on my turn. I need assurances there will be somewhere for me to hang my hat. <laughs> so, so, so you think it's been, you think it's I, been. I think it's, there's a little bit in the book about it, but not to answer your questions. Mm. I suspect that when. The dawn when it becomes clear that the dawn is retiring. So you think and, after the fish meeting, after the <laughs> after the, the meeting one. where the dawn was feeding the fish is where fish left the meeting. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, because he realizes that they are under attack. They're being threatened. They're yeah. never going to get the power back that they once had. And so it's the smart move. So who did um, – so is uh, in that speech, mm-hmm. um, Clemenza was saying – was he the one saying Barzini and the other families are chiseling in on our territory? Yeah, yeah. So, oh, and there's there's a little bit – oh, go ahead. No, so um, – so and they wanted to form their own families, right? Yeah. Or Tessio wanted to. Clemenzo says, yeah, brings they, it up at that meeting. Yeah, that one day you said we'd be able to form our own families. I, maybe we brought this up when that minute came up, but it seems to me that if they formed their own families, yeah, then they would have just come under Barzini's thumb anyway. So there's a little bit in the book that I'm going to read today. I hate that son of a bitch. <laughs> that addresses that? Uh-huh. But I need to warn you, in Uh-oh. the book, it takes place right after the funeral, mm-hmm. but it's. But I think the film portrayed it in the scene we're talking about now, where the couple of regimes, Mikey, Don Corleone, Carlo Hagen, are all talking about, giving, kind of get, talking about updates to their situation. Mm-hmm. But in the book, it's after the funeral, and it leads up to this minute. So I do want to read from there. Should I, should I hit that now? Sure. Why not? Okay. I do have a couple cleanup items, too. College boy, huh? But let's start with the book. Yeah. Clean it up! (laughs) Bonnie? What you got? Page 410. Puto writes, The death of the Don was a great misfortune for the family. Without him, it seemed that half their strength was gone and almost all their bargaining power against the Barzini-Tatalia alliance. Everyone in the room knew this, and they waited for what Michael would say. In their eyes, he was not yet the new Don. He had not earned the position or the title. If the Godfather had lived, he might have assured his son's succession. Now it was by no means certain. Hmm. Not interesting? Yeah. I I think the movie makes it clear that it's certain, but maybe one of the Kappa regimes could take over the family. Puzo's going to write about that in a little bit. Right. Yeah, almost like uh, it, it would make sense from a certain point of view that mm-hmm. you'd want. It's like you brought in someone who doesn't know anything about the business, you yeah. know, it, 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 into the position because Sonny at least was was being groomed and and so I could see how they'd be like, okay, we we, we respect the fact that Sonny's going to be the new boss, but the fact that Mikey, this college mm-hmm. kid, comes mm-hmm. in, I could see how they'd be like uh, wary. Yeah, yeah. Puzo later writes that, that uh, well, we'll talk about that when Mikey reveals to Tom that it was the smart move. Mm-hmm. Puzo also writes in the section about, this is a funny side, side note, uh, Puzo describes Clemenza. He, he wrote, Clemenza shook his great shaggy buffalo head. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he brought a buffalo head to the funeral? <laughs> Um, and he also said, Putz also wrote later, Tessio shook his small ferret like head. <laughs> Not funny? Yeah, it's funny. Um, okay, so, uh, so now it's just Mikey and Tom Hagen in the study together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hagen turned to Michael and said, Have Why you am got I out? Huh? Why am I out? <laughs> Have you got all the political connections wired into you? Michael shook his head regretfully. Not all. I needed about four months. The Don and I were working on it. But I've got all the judges. We did that first. And some of the more important people in Congress. And the big party boys here in New York were no problem, of course. 
The Corleone family is a lot stronger than anybody thinks, but I hoped to make it foolproof. He smiled at Hagen. I guess you figured everything out by now. And so in this section, Mikey's making it clear that the Corleone family is in better standing than he's made people to believe. Mm-hmm. I think it's because he wants to see, like, find out the loyalty of the people in his family. Sure. And you know what they say. Hmm. <laughs> you can't even remember it. It's so complex, right? Have your friends ust- underestimate your strength <laughs> and your enemies overestimate your kindness. You just missed it. I think it was have your buffalo-headed friends hang out with your overestimate your ferret-like <laughs> head-headed friends. Would you rather have a buffalo head or a ferret head? Ferret-like head. <laughs> I guess buffalo head. <laughs> really? Why? Uh, I guess because there's no good. I don't know if someone just des- if someone described as looking ferret like they seem untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Whereas if someone is described as buffalo like, then they just seem like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Tom, mm-hmm. so even though Tom is out. Mm-hmm. Does, does Tom, did Mikey tell Tom about this plan or did Tom, as the book say, figure it out? I think Tom figured it out. So if Mikey didn't say, listen, at the funeral, well, someone's going to come and talk to me. Uh, yes, he does. They do talk about that. Okay. So, yeah. so Tom didn't figure it out, like just solely based on this interaction. That's, that's correct. They'll, okay. um. Well, I think Hagen. I think Hagen knows someone's going to betray the family. Does he, he just know because that's the textbook play, or because he, like, anytime you know, one of I'm the older sure. guys die, anytime any of the old uh, the mustache Pete's die, I'm not sure. There's probably a struggle to see who's going to take over. So, you know, why should the Corleone family be any different? You know, I think Hagen did figure it out because Puzo writes right after that. So, so Mikey says, "I guess you figured everything out by now." Hagen nodded. It wasn't hard, except except why you wanted me out of the action. But I put on my Sicilian hat, and I finally figured that, too. Michael laughed. The old man said you would, but that's a luxury I can't afford anymore. I need you here, at least for the next few weeks. You better phone Vegas and talk to your wife. Talk to your wife. Just tell her a few weeks. So I think Hagen did figure it out, but he doesn't know how Mikey plans to right. find right. out who the traitor is. Oh, so he doesn't. So Tom doesn't know that that Tessio's the traitor at this point. No, because this is all this is all after the funeral. No, I'm talking about in the movie. In the movie, in the movie, does Tom when Tessio comes over and takes Mikey away, and they cut, they show Tom Mm -hmm. watching it. Is Tom thinking, oh, he's doing just he must be the one that Mikey said, or is he saying? Huh, I bet Tessio is going to try to betray Mikey. No, I think at that point, Hagen does know, which is the end of this minute. No, he does know, meaning... He, he does know that, that Mikey Tessio told now is the traitor. Because Mikey told him? Or because well, he, figured- no, he had figured it out beforehand, but he, he had figured out that the person who came to him would be the traitor, but he didn't know that it was going to be Tessio. So, so Tom figured out on his own... That mm-hmm. that someone was going to approach Mikey and try to betray him. Yes. And, and he's witnessing the moment when it happens. I believe so, yeah. Okay. And then Puto writes, this is really interesting. Puto writes, 
Hagen said musingly, how do you think they'll come at you? And I know in the movie we haven't gotten to that yet, but this is... That's, this the, is, that's the cliffhanger line. Yeah, but this is important background. Michael sighed. The Don instructed me through somebody close. I think there's a typo. It says Brazini. <laughs> <laughs> there's no such name as Brazini. Brazi- oh, there's our merch item. <laughs> <laughs> Brazini will set me up through somebody close that supposedly I won't suspect... Hagen smiled at him. Some somebody like me? Michael smiled back. You're Irish. They won't trust you. I'm German American, Hagen said. To them that's Irish, Michael said. This is interesting. They won't go to you and they won't go to Neary because Neary was a cop. Huh. That's interesting. He ends up being the one dressing as a cop yeah. in one of the last scenes. Plus, both of you are too close to me. They can't take that gamble. Hmm. Rocco Lamponi isn't close enough. No, it will be Clemenza, Tessio, or Carlo Rizzi. Hmm. Hagen said softly, I'm betting it's blank. Who do you think he thinks it's going to be? Huh? Uh, Carlo. Yeah, Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, Michael said. It won't be long. Interesting that uh, Mikey doesn't even consider Fredo as a potential yeah. traitor. <laughs> Blindsided. Yeah. yeah, you know, Alex, you know, you never think it's going to be your brother. Never. <laughs> You can never be betrayed by your brother. Uh, it's interesting also, well, speaking of that, um, in this scene where Tessio says, I can arrange the security. And it's interesting contrasting Mikey's um, response to the betrayal because basically he's revealing himself as the traitor. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like the scene in um, in uh, GF2 when Fredo reveals himself as the yeah. traitor. But I guess in this case, Mikey was kind of he was prepared for the fact that one of these guys was going to be the traitor. It never occurred to him that Fredo was that Fredo would do anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he handles it very differently. Yeah. When we get to GF two, we'll talk about that. Let me say now Mm -hmm. that I think Mikey is so he, he, you're right. He, he, he's really mad at Fredo because his own brother betrayed him, but I think he's more mad at himself that he didn't see it coming. Because he's so calculated, he's like, "How could I? How could I have missed this? Of course, they would have come at through Fredo." Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I could see both ways. I could see it being like he would like he, he would never think that Fredo would turn on him. Yeah, like so. So it never even like even if he thought, well, maybe they'll try to get through Fredo. He'd be, he's like, "No, Fredo would never. Fredo would never yeah. would never turn on me." Mm-hmm. So yeah, he broke his heart. Yeah. <laughs> Just when I stepped you over, you <laughs> broke my heart and pulled me back in. Hoo-ah! <laughs> you can never lose your hoo-ah! <laughs> Another question. Okay, so uh, sorry to interrupt. So uh, after reading that, I think Hagen did not know it. It was Mikey in the book who explained it to him. Right. That the, movie, the movie Tom might be different. Yeah, yeah. So what's uh. your question? Well, yeah, so because at the, the, the beginning when Tom's watching, it could be either because he's figuring it out or because Mikey told him, hey, someone at the funeral is going to pop told me someone's going to approach me at the yeah. funeral, especially yeah. if he's now using Tom as a uh, consigliere again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom's probably glad to be back in, even if it's just for a couple of weeks. Question. Mm-hmm. Did also. Oh, so getting back. So you think Barzini approached Tessio or VC Ricey? And was Clemenza approached? If 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 Barzini approached Tessio, did he also did he approach Clemenza first? Oh, great question. Mm. I 
think the I think the book is silent on this. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, I would say I would say Tessio approached Barzini. It's the smart move. It's the smart move. He's smarter. Yeah. And also, yeah. we Clemenza definitely expresses a distaste for Barzini. Yeah, you get the sense that clearly Clemenza is more loyal. Yeah, in the end, because so. he's, he's dumber. He's got a buffalo head. <laughs> he's got a buffalo brain. His wife has to write all his words for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So I watch the kids while uh, you're back it out. <laughs> I want to get there before the end of the month. <laughs> what month is it? <laughs> Uh, another question. Leave the leave the where are we at? A cannoli? No, no, take the cannoli. What did my wife say, Paulie? No, no, Rocco. So in the book, the book is different than the movie in that the meeting seems to take place at a different time as opposed to act the actual funeral. Yes, because to me it seems a little inappropriate. I know they're for, for the sake of uh, economy in the movie, they will have it all happen at the same time. It's a much more dramatic yeah. scene, but it seems inappropriate for uh, Tessio on the day of the father's funeral to be taking Mikey aside and and make talking business. I agree, Alex. I have that in my notes, all in caps and highlighted. What, what, what do you have all in caps? I wrote kind of ballsy slash disrespectful to arrange a business meeting while at the funeral. Hmm. And it just made me wonder if um, it, it was a sign of how uh, how, how uh, nervous Tessio was about it that he just he couldn't hold back. He just kind of mm. like okay, let's, let's set this up as quick as possible because he because yeah. he because he was so it's such a big move that he he kind of uh, yeah you know in the book Tessio calls Michael. Mm, after the funeral yeah. and, and delivers that message. Yeah. Or at least we think it's Tessio. Maybe it's Clemenza pretending to be Tessio. Oh, ah, this is <laughs> Tessio. Uh, this is, what's my first name again? Peter Clemenza. <laughs> yeah, make sure you give uh, uh, Clemenza a raise in this shakeup. Die. <laughs> Uh, the last thing I wanted to call attention to was our old friend Bonacera shows yes, up he's there. in front of the right front row center in front of the casket as he should be. So, uh, he's there. Go. Yeah, he's right there looking I, solemn, fulfilling his role perfectly. I can't tell if it's just because, uh, this is the only time we see him in broad daylight. The other two times we saw him were in dark rooms mm-hmm. or whether it, uh, but he looks older to me and I don't know if it's. They gave, you know, because yeah. it's supposed to be obviously like 10 years later from when we saw him at the at the wedding. Well, I think all corpse valets, every time they prepare a body yeah. to look good, they give a little of their life force, their oh youth to that body. Sheesh. And yet it'll do a lot for the Don because he was his most important client. That's a commitment. So he looks a good six years older, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. You think after a certain amount of time, uh, you'd get you'd be like put in suspended animation. <laughs> suspended animation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bonacera is really only twenty two years old. <laughs> after Sonny, he, he remember how shot up Sonny was? Oh yeah, he totally. Thirty five years. <laughs> Just on. Sunny. That's what he's saying. Work all your magic. Use all, oh. use all your powers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean all my? Quote the powers, <laughs> all my powers. 
No course valet has ever used all his powers on one client. <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would not be justice. That would be, ju- <laughs> that would be trading my life for his. That is not justice. <laughs> be my corpse valet, godfather. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, bonus era. That's, that's about all I have for this minute. I got a couple cleanup items, Alex. Oh, you want to bring us into the cleanup? Sure. Uh, Connie, clean it up. <laughs> do, you, do you have a clean it up theme? No, not yet. Uh, no, I, I talked about writing one, but mm. yeah, maybe I'll work on one. Maybe I'll work on it for GF2. Yeah. Because we'll have a lot of cleanup in GF2. Oh, totally. Yeah. Please, a mess. So, so the children left their toys all over the floor. <laughs> I think it was last minute we asked, is that Mrs. Clemenza with Mr. with, with fat Peter Clemenza, mm-hmm. and it is not. It is not. Who it is, is it? Not. I, I don't know who it is, but she is way young. Oh, so you looked. You looked at to see. I it, just so. watched the video, and it's definitely not her. I compare mm. the two image, the two video clips. Is it not her? Could be his daughter. Is it? Is it? It's, it's, she's young. She's probably like a teenager. Mm. Yeah, or early twenties. So it might just be another relative. Could or, be Bonacera's daughter. No, she's in a wheelchair now. She's, she? wheel, she's wheelchair bound. I don't think. Is she really? Yeah. This is years later. Are you making that up? No, she got hit by a car after. Oh. <laughs> the day she was getting out of the hospital, she got hit by a car. Oh, so, gosh. And, and poor Bonacera can only use his powers on the deceased. Mm. Otherwise, he would have used his powers to heal her. And when, they got hit by the, when she got hit by the car, it ruined the suspension. <laughs> <laughs> ruined the suspension. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Or I got another cleanup item. Oh, what else you got there? So I have a clean it up. <laughs> so do you recall? This is a few minutes ago, when, dude, I can't even recall a few minutes ago. You're gonna ask me <laughs> to bring up something from way back then? A few weeks ago, <laughs> podcast minutes ago, we were asking about the relationship between grandparents and grandchildren in Italian culture. It's a sacred relationship. Yeah, it's almost religious. Mm-hmm. Well, our Latin scholar Peter Carucci sent in a clip. Uh, giving us a lesson about this. Are you ready? Sure, a lesson. Here we go. Hey, guys. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. How you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. That's great. Thanks, Pete. I've been doing okay. Thanks. (laughs) Well, getting right down to the nitty-gritty of it. Grandparents for your typical Italian home are the heart and soul of the family. Growing up, I was quite blessed and fortunate to have a great relationship with my grandparents. In fact, if you were to have asked me who my best friends were growing up, I likely would have thought of them first. Grandparents, i nonni in Italian, have a very special place in our hearts. In fact, the word nonno, N-O-N-N-O, which means grandpa, is a word in use for approximately 16 to 18 centuries. It's late Latin, and most probably emanates from Southern Italians because we think it came from ancient Greek, nonos, which means venerable one, and thus very likely has been a word in use in the south of Italy for closer to 3,000 to 3,200 years. Wow. Wow. That's one heck of a tradition. Still in use in some areas of Italy is the earlier Latin avo, AVO. But in Sicily, by and large, the term is nonno. In fact, it's most probably nonno. N U N N O. 
this is quite personal for me because I used to call my grandfather Nonno, and then ultimately I called him Baba Nonno, which is from Puglia, which is basically the equivalent of granddaddy, which is what my kids now call my father-in-law. Well, guys, thanks for having me. We'll catch up soon. All right. Well, thanks, Pete Carucci, our Latin scholar from New York. We appreciate it. Alex, what do you think? I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. It's great to hear about the origin of these words. Yeah, it's funny how, um, you know, the words that little children use uh, tend to be, um, you know, like I think the reason why so many – isn't there something like most cultures have like the term like mama or some M Mm -hmm. like word like that because it's like the easiest – thing to say mm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah. like you're just pursing your lips together moving them apart so and then like da da and then no no like each one gets progressively a little more complicated mm. to say so like by the time you're identifying your grandparents you have to use it you know uh, anyway yeah, yeah it's very interesting. interesting the further you're saying the further away someone is within your family tree the more complex it is to say it <laughs> in terms of those like affection yeah. and nicknames the, the phonetics yeah you know mama papa yeah. Well, I'm going to start calling you Baba Nono, Granddaddy. <laughs> granddaddy. <laughs> granddaddy. Baba Nono. Baba Nono. Well, I think we need to rate this minute, Alex. What do you think? Ooh, all right. Ready for it? Yes, I'm ready. It's a good exchange between Tessio and Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael plays it very cool in this minute. Yes. We see Barzini. Mm, Brazzini. <laughs> it's his brother. B-R-A, Brazzini. <laughs> Do you think it was a typo or was the character saying it wrong in that instance? <laughs> uh, okay, I'm ready. I got my I got my rating. Oh boy. I love this whole movie. I love every minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got mine. Well, assume one star means you you love it, and five stars means you really, 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 really love it. Oh, okay. That's so, a good way to put it. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Ready? One. Yeah. One, Uno, dos, two, tres. Yeah. Solid tre minuto. Yeah, thanks to Tessio. We see Tessio again. Always mm-hmm. welcome to see him. Mm-hmm. Michael takes the bait. Michael takes fish's or makes, bait. It makes the fish think he took the fish's bait. Yeah, does he take the bait or does he um, does he uh, leave out bigger bait? <laughs> you know I mean? he's kind of the bait yeah i don't know i'm not sure which of them are gonna, are, are gonna which of them is going to be left on the hook alex so do you think they go from this point to like do they research it at all after this oh you mean try to confirm if he really is the traitor yeah because that's pretty flimsy evidence to just be hey i talked to barzini and Woo! he wants to <laughs> <laughs> and he did it like that could be a that could he could legitimately be setting up this meeting. It's not like an ironclad thing, you know. Well, and the Don was like half he was drunk and he was like old and like he, he's <laughs> yeah. totally making that you know he can and plus he's slipping, he's yeah, spilling it. Semi retired, semi retired for a reason. He's spilling it. I'm spilling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm semi retired and I'm spilling it. Life is beautiful. <laughs> Fred out. 
So yeah, did they that's after this? One. Did he have point. Al Neary or somebody check it out? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, it's funny when they do in a few minutes when they when they stop fish and they they let him know that they know mm-hmm. he he gives it up. He's oh like, yeah, hey, totally. He, would it have been a smarter move for him to keep denying it? You got to keep denying it. No, really? Yeah, because look at for Carlo tried to deny it. And he's a punk. Yeah, but it was only until Carlo admitted it that they garroted him in the car. But they were going to do that anyway. Carlo absolutely should not have admitted I, it. I think, well, because Tessio knows Mikey's too smart to not to, to keep denying it. And, and he, he would just take that as an insult if he was just like, no, Mikey, I'm innocent, I tell you. So, so you, you think that Fish thought he had a better chance of surviving by admitting for old he, times he was sake. a traitor and had Mikey set up to get killed? Rather for for just, all time's sake. He, was, he knows it wasn't personal. <laughs> yeah. Is that why Frisch goes on to say that? Yeah. It wasn't personal because yeah. he really hopes that he'll allow him to live? Or is it, is, does he say that just because it's kind of a nice thing to say? It's like, because he does say, I always, I always liked him. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I don't think he is, um, I think he kind of knows that he's, he's stuck. So I think he's just kind of like being as like as as much of a gentleman as he can and just being mm. like, you know, all right, you busted me. Tell Mikey it's and then he, you know, makes the thing of for old time's sake. Can you can you get mm. me off the hook? Like, so, yeah, I think that's what he I think he was trying to go down with dignity sort of. Yeah. At that point. He knew he was busted. Yeah. Yeah. Once Cheech, once Cheechy turns his back on you. Oh, sorry, Sal. Then. Yeah, you're like, oh, no. Right. Cheech, yeah. he's the new, he's the new Tessio. <laughs> when you got Cheech taking your sidearm from you, you, you know you're past the point of reconciliation with the Don. When there's a buffer between you and oh, your sidearm, oh, and that buffer is Cheechy, you turn in trouble. Do you, you think in GF2, when Cheech testifies, he has, it's in his deal with the feds that he has to, to give evidence about what he knows about fish and that interaction? Does he have to say, yeah, I went up, I pulled the gun and uh, pulled the gun off a of fish and <laughs> we were sending him to Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, I bet I bet they they probably asked him, like, oh, did you have anything to do with the disappearance of one Salvatore Ignacio, you know, uh, Tessio, better known as Sally Tess? <laughs> you're like, yeah. You know, then, then if he even remembers. Yeah. Yes, and it a whole lot of disappearances. <laughs> He had his own family, Senator. <laughs> so we've, uh, we've flown in. We've flown in Cheech's brother from Sicily to testify today. He's come <laughs> on. In, oh no, it'd be Hagen. We've flown in Cheech's. Everyone who testifies, they fly in their brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can never lose your family. Yeah, Senator. Even Senator. Even my brother was flown in, and he speaks English. He doesn't know why he's here. <laughs> He was flown in from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. He just fled to confuse the Senate panel. They'd fly all these people. In. We have a sw- we had a boarding pass. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, let's oh, move on. Do some. Uh, let's do some bonus content. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah, stick around, folks. We got some great stuff coming up. I have some great garbage pail kids. 
I um, have, uh, we haven't done this in a while. We have someone uh, wrote in for the our advice column, oh, asking a, a GF character for some advice. So that'll be uh, Give something. us a little teaser. Who who are they asking? They are asking the titular godfather himself. Whoa, okay. Could, they're calling I, him back from the dead to I, give some advice. Yeah, by that I mean Vito Corleone, not, uh, not the new Don Corleone. Yeah. Don 2.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so okay so yeah we're gonna do that and we'll be back next week with minute 157 and until then time, i can arrange security, security on my territory, territory.